Shot is no good. The rebound tapped back outside. The cannon drives the lane. Blocked by Wolf. Rebound Pennsylvania. Dave Wall. The Bilski's Leon to the wall in the middle. Up and good. Leon too fast. Greg executed to perfection. Here comes Fields the other way for a foul. Gets to the foul line. Blocked from behind by Wall. Wolf with the rebound. No good. Rebound. Bob Wolf. Pennsylvania. Hot left pass to Bilski. Take the center run again. Bilski has Calhoun and Wolf all the way underneath. To be no good. Welcome to the penalty box. I'm here with Daily Pennsylvanian President Julia Shore, and we are very excited to bring you a live reaction podcast from Penn Basketball's exciting upset of the Alabama Crimson Tide this evening. Yeah, we got Bama. Am I right? That's right. We wanted Bama, we got Bama, and we beat Bama. That's, that's what matters at the end of the day. That's right. And, uh, you know... Uh, 81-80 final score came down to the last seconds. I guess um, we can do a, a quick yeah. recap maybe for folks that missed the game. It was on the SEC network, which can be hard to come by um, when you don't have the DP login yeah. uh, that, that not, we have access to. That out. Yeah, <laughs> for maybe for premium subscribers one day of the penalty sure, box. Sure. <laughs> we'll but um, first half, uh, both teams were really tight. Um, Penn went into the half um, up. By just a few points. No, I think the oh, half, is it at the, at the half, half they were tied. Oh, okay, so it was sorry. Even even slate to begin right. the, the second half. Um, at, at the half tied, but after that, I I don't think Alabama led for the entire second half. No, until the last fifteen seconds was right. It? Um, and so so Penn, you know, was playing well, but but never was really able to extend that lead past about nine. Yeah. Um. Particularly uh, really strong play from Jordan Dingle. Yeah, Jordan Dingle. The he's freshman a, sensation. He's an exciting rookie. I think, That's right. Uh, I think he set a Penn rookie record for the most amount of points scored in a debut game. Right. Uh, he had um, 24 points. I believe the previous record was 23 okay. when it was set by A.J. AJ Broder uh, just a few years ago. Obviously, he's a senior now when he was a freshman. Um yeah, Dingle Dingle was not messing around, and and coming down to the last stretch, yeah. you know, a- Alabama sort of storms back, um, b- breaks through that that lead that Penn had been able to hold on to for the whole second half, and uh, it looks like Penn might be choking the game away. Um, they give up a big three, uh, and and Bama's able to go up uh, one. That it's Bama eighty, Penn seventy nine, um, just about thirty seconds left, and then Dingle comes cruising down into the lane, gets the two. Um, fantastic shot. Fantastic. And uh, gutsy, too. Yeah, really. And, I mean, just, just the confidence. I mean, c- can you imagine this is your first game as a freshman? He got to Penn a couple months mm-hmm. ago. Like, he's he's still dealing with living in the quad. and Yeah, and those beds are short. Yeah. For, for, a, for a, you know, I, well, I mean, Dingle's a guard, so maybe it's not too big. But still, I mean, he's probably easily over six feet, so who, who knows? But, you know, he, he woke up this morning in his quad uh, no, tw- I, twin I, XL. I, I will have to fact check. I, I believe they went last. last oh, okay. Sorry. Traveled. Sorry. He, right. he, he, he woke up yesterday <laughs> in, his, in his quad. We actually don't know if he lives in the quad. He could live in Hill. Um, or NCH. A lot of athletes like that's true. That's true. It's near some of the facilities they use. Yeah. There's a dining hall in the in the house. Yeah. You know, yeah. But <laughs> he he wakes up in his twin XL. Yes. Uh, flies with his team to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Then they get up today, make the long drive out to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, and he, I guess I don't know if he knew before, but in our uh, in our preview, 
the only three people that uh, Donahue said were for sure going to start were uh, Goodman, Brodeur, and Bedley. So I don't know if he if he knew beforehand, but it was still very exciting probably for him to, to be getting the start as a freshman. Definitely, and, and a big show of confidence. And I, I think, you know, you got to give a lot of credit to Donahue for it obviously was well-placed confidence yeah, and, and sure. to, to sort of empower him to you know, because we were sitting, we, we were watching it at the office. We were sitting, and I know I, I was saying, like, they're giving the ball to Broder. Like, they got to give the ball to Broder. Like, you know, I, I figure you put it in the experienced hands, you know, because that's, you make the High bucket. Pressure. Right. You, yeah. you, you make the bucket, you win. You miss the bucket, you lose. Mm-hmm. Um, Donahue and, and the rest of the team, as far as we could tell, put their trust in Dingle, and, and he came through for them. Definitely. Um, and then, of course, the, those uh, suspenseful free throw shots at the end at Alabama. Yeah. Penn fouled. Alabama had a shot. They missed. they missed both of them, and uh, the rest is history. Penn 81, Alabama 80. Yeah, I mean, I was also, another takeaway I think from the game is that Penn looked better than they have in all of my years watching them from the free throw line. Oh, yeah. That was something that was emphasized just coming into this season. I think that has been, like, one of their, their fatal definitely. flaws definitely. in the past. So, I mean, it was encouraging to see that you know, they could actually shoot from the line and get those free buckets. Right, and it's, you know, it, I, I wonder what is changing mm-hmm. about their preparation or whatever because it's not like they brought in new guys and all yeah. of a sudden these guys can shoot. It's it's guys like Broder who has struggled from the line his entire career, um, and he was knocking them down, and, and hopefully that's something that we see continue this season, but, but yeah. who knows, yeah. And I would, uh, I believe, so there are reports that Wong traveled with the team but just didn't play unsure if he's injured or not. I think it would, it will be interesting to see whether or not he, he gets some, some right. minutes going forward. Um, I think one of the other rookies is also injured, who has, but he has a lot of potential as well. I think Jonah, Jonah something. But I know that people were saying he looked good in their, in their scrimmage that they had. Jonah Charles. Yeah, Jonah yeah. Charles. That uh, he looked really impressive in, the, in their scrimmage and in the preseason, so hopefully he gets better quickly and you know Penn can have all their guys healthy and, and ready to take Definitely. on the, the Ivy League foes because you know as much as this game is great for morale going forward and shows that they can beat you know top tier teams it's also you know, it it really comes down to the Ivy League. And well I mean beat. come on it it also matters yeah. for ranking. That's true that's true you know in, it, the, in terms of I, I think I think yeah, we can right. reasonably expect Penn's going to be a 12 seed or so at this. I mean, because assuming yeah. we're going to you know go undefeated in the Ivy League and. Um. I don't know. Harvard, Harvard, <laughs> still, Harvard still scares me a little bit. No, um, s- certainly there there are some other other. I mean, to, seriously, you know, we we don't really know what yeah. this means because Alabama could very well be a pretty bad team. I mean, it was very close. Yeah, um, I would say Alabama also had a lot of chances and missed a lot of a lot definitely of and it could have gone the other way yeah. although although um there was a, a severe officiating bias in this <laughs> game that uh l- luckily Penn was able to pull through in spite of it but um man i mean yeah there are definitely very questionable calls yeah especially towards but but you know we're we're good sports here yeah. at the university of pennsylvania we don't need to need to dwell on that too much but um i mean c- certainly uh this game could have gone either way, um, and there and there is a lot of talent in the Ivy League this year. But but I think this team is poised to really capitalize on, and it's something that we've talked about um, over the the last couple seasons on the penalty box a bit actually, which is that you know 
this this sort of sort of broder betley um like brotherhood or or, yeah whatever right um they you know they they were able to contribute as freshmen when i got here they were Mm -hmm. both sophomores and it was kind of like well they're they're young and it's new and they're still growing and learning and like who knows what they're going to look like when they're both seniors yeah. playing being able to play off each other as seniors and like this is what it looks like we we now know what that looks like true and yeah. we were yeah we were essentially robbed that last year with Bentley being out the whole right. season so right. you know it was promising also i think he took a couple of hard hits and definitely you know, but was still aggressive it didn't look like the knee was giving him any problems so definitely and and the and the mental side of it which mm-hmm. is really important too um, you know, he, he, he definitely fe- seemed like he was willing to sort of take it to the hole, which has not been a big part of his game in the past, but, yeah. um, you know, it's important to at least be able to threaten that. Yeah, and um, yeah, still, you know, nailing those threes, which are right. a specialty as well. Right, I mean, the, the team shot very well overall, um, you know, could, especially considering, like, well, I, I guess A.J. Broder only took two threes. He, he made one of them. Uh, they they, they were fine from three. Yeah, they they they, they, they right. got they got done what they needed yeah. to. Um, but uh, and oh yeah, I, I was also gonna say I think from a like the one weak point I think we could see from the game is that you know they're they're not as as tall probably as right. a lot of these other teams that they're gonna be facing. So it's gonna be a struggle. They have to be really really aggressive and be good at positioning in terms of getting getting boards and getting um, making sure that they're not giving their opponents second chance opportunities because i think that's one area definitely. where they could definitely yeah and and that's somewhere that you could see you could see michael wong uh you know be able to contribute uh in in a, in a yeah. real way um if he can get healthy and and sort of stay on the floor because um you know it's it's good to have these small lineups mm-hmm. and and the way they're they fast. right and and they were able to sort of pace in space like mm-hmm. uh, and and you know do some they they did some like like setup plays and and also some some you know moving in the in the half court and like um, sort of m- moving on the fast break and and stuff like that. But to be able to switch in switch Broder to the four or yeah. or whatever and 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 have uh, Wong at the five that would really be a good way to to sort of um, d- deal with these teams that are going to try and and bang in the post against mm-hmm. Penn because that's definitely I mean the the way that they were driving tonight uh, you know. It, especially the guards, like it really seemed like they didn't care if they yeah. were going to have to go up against a big man, mm-hmm. but that's not going to work forever. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess that I, I don't, I don't, and I didn't scout it. just awful in the paint. Yeah, like, yeah. It was actually shockingly, shocking how bad they were right. in comparison from three-point range to... They had, the, their, their five, I believe, is a rookie. I, I didn't really scout them that much, but I, I'd imagine he's not yeah. so much of a defending big, um, whereas they're... There are guys in the Ivy League that mm-hmm. we're gonna have to contend to that are more defensive oriented um, big men, and so that's gonna be, you know, so, something to consider, uh, especially just you know trying to keep everybody everybody healthy, especially mm-hmm. playing those back to backs during the Ivy Ivy season. That can get to be a bit of a drag, yeah. um, and if you for, force Broder to sort of play the five consistently through that, that that could be something that, you know, I mean, if he's a senior, he's obviously ready to have that load on his shoulders, but I think you know. Yeah, even tonight yeah. he played. I would say like. Basically every minute, oh, 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 almost, yeah, like yeah, two minutes or so. Um, almost every minute. So just, you know, he's, he's clearly, you know, that yeah. needed presence out on the floor. Um, Definitely, and and I thought, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, they they were pretty, um, they they were pretty solid. Alabama's a good shooting team, or yeah. at least they were against Penn tonight. But I thought, uh, I I liked seeing the, you know, the the, the hustle that we've mm-hmm. c- consistently seen from Penn basketball. 
um, actually the, the men's and women's team, like, you know, on the perimeter, closing out and all of that, they're, they're pretty, pretty consistently good about that. Um, and, you know, just, just uh, good communication. I mean, it, it yeah. was, you were saying is one of the best you've seen them play. I think one of the ways in which really stood out for me was uh, we've talked a lot about them sort of finding their groove, finding mm-hmm. like a smoothness, getting the communication out on the floor and stuff like that. Yeah. It really seemed like, especially for the first game of the season, that that communication that smoothness is already starting to yeah, mesh, were, which is pretty incredible. There are a lot of beautiful passes. Yeah. Um, a lot of, yeah, just great ball movement overall. Definitely, so. definitely. A, a, lot of, a lot of cutting, which I know is something that Donahue's used mm-hmm. a lot because he, he likes the guards playing off the big men and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the cutting, the, the, the pick and roll, you know, it's just, just yeah, a, a lot of the basketball cool. fundamentals, mm-hmm. and, it, and it worked out really well for them. Yeah, Mark Jackson in next game. Yeah, that's right. That's my, that's my bold prediction. <laughs> the big man, Mark Jackson. Yeah, you get Mark Jackson at the five, uh-huh. Michael Wong at the four, AJ at the three. Yeah. Be like the big You're man. Sad. Like You're like sad. the 76ers. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> Who do they have up next? Anyone interesting of note? Yeah, let's see. Um, they've got Rice, oh, which right. is a very winnable game. Rice is not... It's on the road, too. really good. That's on the road. They're going to be traveling down to Texas. Nice. And then uh, the Big Five season opens up in a couple weeks, or le- 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 less, less than a couple weeks, even on November 13th. We're hosting LaSalle, and that'll be the home opener. Nice. Hopefully they'll, the they'll be able to repeat as Big Five champs. That's right. I mean, we, we could, you know, they've, they've got some difficult games, but, but it's not inconceivable that they could be undefeated going into the Villanova game on December 4th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's LaSalle, which is, that's a winnable game. I mean, it's been a winnable game mm-hmm. all the time I've been at, at Penn. Um, and then Providence, at, they're, they're playing away at Providence. That'll be a real challenge. Um, but but other than that, it's really going to... Yeah. Oh, and, and they're playing in this this uh, wooden tourna- tournament, so that'll sort of depend on who they have to play in that. If mm-hmm. they have to play Arizona, that might be a tough tough yeah. matchup. But, yeah, um, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to see... Um, yeah, I mean, another thing I think they were the arena was packed tonight for Alabama. Right. You know, they had right. that, that home court advantage, obviously. So it was good that they didn't get those nerves or the bright lights or the fans uh, get the best of them. Yeah, and, and that's that's sort of what what AJ um, AJ was saying at, at mm-hmm. when he was interviewed at the end is that you know it's it's great to be able to come down and get a win. Uh, you know, the, it's good for the whole team around and everything, and they're just going to look to carry that forward and and keep working. Um, so the momentum. that's right. Well, uh, good luck to Penn basketball. It was definitely an exciting evening for all of us watching at home in Philadelphia, forty yeah, fifteen Walnut. Best of luck to uh, women's basketball coming up this Saturday. Please. That's right. Be uh, watching and and rooting them on. Yeah, C- Sienna on the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be so. exciting. Yep. Yeah. Um, anyway, this has been the penalty box. Thank you, Julia, very much for joining me. I know you've you've been Thanks on the show before, me. but. It's great to have you, um, and we're really excited to kick off the Penn basketball season. You know, it's been disappointing covering Penn football, but we're moved on we're to on. basketball. That's right. That's what, why basketball season is so much fun we're here be, at Penn. We don't play Princeton this week. Who this week? Oh, um, football. Cornell. Yeah, we're going to beat Cornell. Beat Cornell. <laughs> All right. Go Quakers. Go Quakers.